peace, prosperity, salutations. Let's let's go. Salutations. What's good? It was hard getting you up here, D. They're having, uh, of course, they're having poor connection problems right now. No, no, that, that, that was actually me, man. I didn't realize you, was, you hit the button yet. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So what's good, family? Peace, prosperity, salutations. You're now rocking with the brand. This is Mastermind Alliance. And I have the brothers up here. Uh, D. Ivory and Wealth. And if this is your first time rocking with me, 
<laughs> yeah, if this is your first time rocking with me, please go to my webpage, www.yurimakarama.com. You can go there to download my app. And uh, yeah, you can go there to download the app. <laughs> Also, connect with our Unity Walk organization at www.theunitywalk.com so that you can uh, stay up to date on our latest Unity Walks happening around the country and make sure that you are staying up with our uh, national Unity Walk that we actually have next month, uh, July 22nd through the 25th. We're going to be in the home of Black Wall Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma. And uh, we hope to see uh, 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 the family out there. Can everybody hear me? Because my thing is completely red, like poor connection over here on uh, Clubhouse. Yeah, yeah, we hear you. Okay, so that might might be a glitch in the system. Yeah, so come on out. So with that said, the reason the reason I'm laughing is because uh, I wanted to I wanted to start this off the right way. Because I just feel it's imperative and, and I wouldn't be Yurima Karam if I didn't do it my way. And, and I want to start off with the importance of friendship because I think it's so pertinent uh, at this point. The importance of friendship because there's so many fake people out here. And, um, you know, when you actually find somebody who, you know, who is a an auth- good, authentic friend, uh, you actually really never find out until you're in a time of turmoil and despair. Uh, that's when you come come to find out that, uh, you know, who your real friends are and who they aren't. And I want to start this off with the Empress Felicia Rashad. Because <laughs> Felicia Rashad, if you remember correctly, she was one of the ones that actually stood and spoke up for Bill Cosby. And, you know, now this is a lady of esteemed, renowned uh, 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 career, Um, one of the, you know, one of the greatest actresses to ever do it, to to ever grace the stage, Um, was part of one of the greatest sitcoms in U.S. history, which was The Cosby Show. and just to, her, she, her, her resume, she's just got a plethora of other things that, that are, are in her resume and just a beautiful, beautiful woman. Uh, and so, but she was one of the ones who actually stood up and was, was really, uh, outspoken standing up for, for, for Bill Cosby. So I want to shout that Empress out. And that's why I played that song. Let's make a toast at the beginning because. Uh, it seems that that case has been overturned and that actually it's actually been thrown out. Which we knew that he shouldn't have been in prison in the first place. Uh, but what we are coming to find out as of late and for the for the black community, particularly what what I'm what I'm coming to find out is that there are really a bunch of fucking coons, bootlickers, and sellouts out here for the whole. So for the black community, let me let me say this. If you if you are more upset, 
if you were more upset about Bill Cosby getting out than you are about George Zimmerman getting off, yeah, you're an enemy of the state. You're that's in my in in my book that would be that would be considered an act of treason. And and we know what acts of treason we know what that looks like. We know that in certain uh, uh, environments that act of treason, you know, is punishable by. Well, you know, it's we know what it's punishable by. Yeah. So if you think that Bill getting off um, was more was worse than George Zimmerman getting off. Yeah, you're fucked up uh, for the sisters that or the, the one woman. I don't know that she's a sister, but for the one woman that I remember that was running um running um, in front of the courthouse, took her shirt off, had her titties flipping. Yeah, for you, for you, sis. Thanks for the shot. We appreciate that. I love as a, I'm, I love seeing a nice set of titties. Um, but you look stupid today. Yeah, but thanks for the shot again. Thanks for the shot. That'll go down in history. Uh, we we appreciate that. For the for the white women that for so long have gotten away with lying on black men, getting many lynched, castrated, and legally lynched. For you all, you do not have the power to get all black men castrated or legally lynched, bitch. For the white women that put these false allegations out, bitch, all you had to do was stay home. You didn't have to go to that party. Yeah. For the white women that Wanted to visit Bill's hotel room at three and four in the morning. Bitch. You should have stayed home with your husband in your nice warm bed. Calm as a motherfucker. Trust me. Yeah, it doesn't always come on time, but that bitch comes and doesn't miss addresses. To the white women who are so used to getting their way and crying those fake tears, crying those fake crocodile tears. Bitch, that's not working anymore. Unfortunately for you, we see through those crocodile tears. They're waning now. For the white women who have gotten black men legally lynched and castrated around this country. Bitch, you will absolutely reap what you sow. The truth always comes out. And if you don't get it in this lifetime, you will get it in the next. And what you fail to realize is that sometimes when karma comes, it doesn't always touch you. Yes, you could actually get away. 
absolutely you could get away. Because the spirit realm doesn't take things personal. The spirit realm just mets out what is supposed to be meted out. So it's it's never anything personal. So you think that maybe you have gotten away. That karma won't touch you, that all the dirt you've done, that you've that you've gone unscathed. The problem you got is some of you got children. Some of you have family members. Sometimes that's your karma. It'll touch them instead so that you can sit back and watch it happen. Yeah. And you never seem to connect the dots. You never seem to put two and two together. You never come to the realization that, damn, this shit is happening to my family because of some shit that I did. Yeah. And unfortunately for you, that's how this shit works. And then you got a guy like Yurima Karama to get on and talk about you like the fucking dogs that you are. Bitch, Bill is coming home. Bitch, Bill is coming home. Bitch, Bill is coming home. And guess what? There's not a motherfucking thing that you can do about it. Except maybe pull out your titties and give us another shot. get on with the show. Uh, <clears throat> this is the Mastermind Alliance and I actually I actually wanted to start it out. Now uh, I was I was trying to look for this uh, I was trying to really quickly read this uh, let me see I cannot find this. I wanted to uh, read this um, this coon uh Wait, let me see if I can find this. I wanted to read this Coons thing. Uh, Mark Lamont Hill, who many, many seem to look up to. He's had some really, some really uh, scathing remarks. Some, I mean, not scathing, but some really terrible remarks about uh, Bill Cosby. Um uh, and I think it was a Twitter post that he put up. It was just really, just really terrible. I wish I could find that. Let me see if I can, let me see if I can find this real quick. Uh, but in the meantime and in between time, this is what the topic is tonight uh, that we are looking at. And I'm just going to go right to it. I will find this. We will come back to this. Uh, but let me go on here and go ahead and get started because this is more important. Poverty pimps by Kwame Brown. Ooh, 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 ooh. <clears throat> I had a conversation with the elders and some of the elders so upset. And they said, if we don't change this around, then they gonna probably move somewhere else and they don't really wanna move. But as they would call them, they said it's too many poverty pimps. The elders got off the phone with me today and told me that the poverty pimps are worse than any C word you can run into. 
Y'all know what that C word is. I said it a little bit ago, I think. What is a poverty pimp, y'all? Who, who are the poverty pimps? Who needs people to be impoverished? No, I'm not early. They're changing. Um, when I schedule a, bo- a broadcast for 8 o'clock, they're pushing the broadcast back 30 minutes. There's nothing I can do about it. So, you know, when you fight these demons, they're going to do all kinds of stuff. But uh, the elders said that the poverty pimps are worse than any C word you've ever ran into in your life. And these are elders. They're old. (laughs) So I ask again, what are poverty pimps? And who do you guys think are the poverty pimps? Who need us to be impoverished? Mm. And who out of the black community benefits off you being impoverished? How do they look and how do you look? Yeah, they talk for you. How do they look and how do you look? Who's the poverty pimps? Mm. These elders had a bunch of stories, boy. When we set up the meeting with these elders, Ooh, ooh. When they come to the forefront and get on this YouTube, ooh, ooh. These elders are not happy with you poverty pimps. <laughs> oh, these elders think the community going to be upset when they find out how you selling them up the river. It's going to be pun the river, pun the banks. <laughs> The elders pretty much explained that it's a lot of people that's getting fat to keep you to starve. Mm. I'm going to say it one more time. The elders told me that there's a lot of people that y'all like. Y'all really like these people. (laughs) And they getting fat to keep you thin. You know, we got a lot of praying and shouting, boy. We got a lot of niggas that's acting like they making some progress. <laughs> these niggas shouting, taking these photo ops, these photo op pastors, these photo op revolutionaries, these photo op niggas, these so photo op people. But the elder told me that our late great sister Aretha Franklin was so worried about Flint, Michigan that she allegedly told Judge Massett to keep sending bottles of water to Flint because she knew that they don't really care about us. Now that's a legend. The elder told me that he's well-traveled. 
that he done been to Flint, he done went and visited the governor, the mayor, and the water tastes like Fiji water at their house. Mm. Moncelli, 21-22, thank you. The elders say, let me tell you what the elders said now, this ain't me. Don't get mad at me, I'm just a busted bus. <laughs> I said I was gonna connect you with the elders. So don't get mad at the old busty bus. I'm just telling you what the elder said. The elder had said. <laughs> and I must be saying something right, cause you two fucking with me like a motherfucker and everybody fucking with me. So I got to be saying something right. And the elders are waking up and the elders gonna wake up the young boys. And whoa, boy, when these young boys wake up. Woo! When these young boys wake up, mm-mm-mm. The elders say, I'm so sick of these poverty pimp mother beep. It's an elder talking now. You know how elder talk. He say, I'm so sick of these mother. They want prayer. They want to shout. They want to march in the street. They want a photo op. They want a virtue signal. They want to get next to white people. But you can go see my dear them. He said, my dear them. He said that you should be able to go to the black community and you will see my dear them at the bus stop getting rained on, getting puddles when the cars driving by, puddles splashing up on my dear. She ain't got no bench to sit down on. She's standing there holding a pole. And I say, uh-uh, Elder, you can't be saying that about Atlanta. I said, no way. They say this is black Mecca. This is black Hollywood. This is where all the niggas and the rapper be jumping up and singing and showing their money and shit, saying they holding the black community down. This supposed to be black, the new black Wall Street. That elder stopped me and say, Atlanta ain't black like you think. He said, Atlanta is black for the TV. He said, you can see my dear holding on to a, a, a bus pole, getting rained on. Lightning thunder can hit a hand. And you, he said, I want you to take a camera and go by the Cumberland Mall and go look at the bus stops back there. He said they got benches. He said they got seats. He said they got iPad chargers and iPhone chargers over by the Cumberland Mall. Now, I don't know if that's true, but I might have to ride over there with my camera tomorrow. And I might have to ride to some of these black Hollywood neighborhoods. All these black people been running and shouting in the street, virtue signaling like a motherfucker. Been jumping up and down for all these politicians that we elect. And my dear got to stand in the rain. What is changing in our communities? Are we more worried about blackface? Are we more worried about blackface than change? 
I'm going to look in the comment section. Has anybody seen these alleged bus stops by the Cumberland Mall that has iPad chargers, iPhone chargers, and all this nice stuff? Is it like that all over the city? Or is it just like that by the Cumberland Mall? Somebody said yes. Somebody said yes. Somebody said no. I was told by the elders that these rappers, like I said, <laughs> was being used. These rappers get crumbs. These figureheads get crumbs and they push narratives to make it look like a black company when it's really a white company. <laughs> he said, that's why these rappers can make $2 million off a rap song, but a black contractor in Atlanta can't get the contract to build the $200 million building that Google is in or Amazon is in. He said, I think allegedly it's on 14th Street. He said, Google and Amazon, you can damn near throw a rock in between the two. And no black contractor, no black anybody built it, and no black people really work in it, but a select few. The only black people he told me that works for Google and Amazon, the majority of them, the vast majority, let me be careful, the vast majority of the employees that work for Amazon and Google only get the jobs for 15, 20, and $25 an hour in the factory. They don't get the 150, $180, $220 salaries, and they damn sure don't get the contracts. So tell me how Atlanta is black again. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I gotta, I, we gotta rewind now. I gotta hear this again, because I know black Atlanta ain't getting down like this. Not black Mecca. Like they do in the poetry community. Rewind. Elders, that these rappers, like I said, <laughs> was being used. These rappers get crumbs. These figureheads get crumbs. And they push narratives to make it look like a black company when it's really a white company. <laughs> He said, that's why these rappers can make $2 million off a rap song, but a black contractor in Atlanta can't get the contract to build the $200 million building that Google is in or Amazon is in. He said, I think allegedly it's on 14th Street. He said, Google and Amazon, you can damn near throw a rock in between the two. And no black contractor, no black anybody built it, and no black people really work in it, but a select few. The only black people he told me that works for Google and Amazon, the majority of them, the vast majority, let me be careful, the vast majority of the employees that work for Amazon and Google only get the jobs for 15, 20, and $25 an hour in the factory. They don't get the 150, $180, $220 salaries, and they damn sure don't get the contracts. So tell me how Atlanta is black again.
the elder told me the only thing you can get as a black person in Atlanta is a stay in your place pass. A stay in your place pass in the form of a soul food restaurant, a chicken spot, a weave shop, a nail shop, somewhere that you got 20 or less employees. Nowhere where you can give out a hundred jobs to your community. Mm. Motherfuckers talking about partying and wearing Daisy Dukes. They saturate the market with black soul food and black restaurants and black this to compete with each other. It ain't no black infrastructure going up really nowhere. If we can't get the land and build infrastructure, we're not going to be able to compete. If we can't get contracts to build these $200 million buildings, a building, he explained it to me. When you build a building that size, there's a multitude of contracts you need. You got to contract somebody out to clean the windows. You got to contract somebody out to do the janitorial services. You got to contract somebody out to do security. You're making money throughout generations. And they love black as long as you ain't getting none of that. And we ain't get to the CEOs and the CFOs and all of these people that you got to hire to make one of those buildings run. Hmm. <laughs> Still think I'm crazy. <laughs> yeah, we got to stay in our place, black people. And y'all know it. That's why everybody keep talking about we need a leader. We need a leader. Well, that leader is leading your ass astray while they buying houses next to the very same white people that they marched against. And they slapping hands when they get there and they eating scones and they saying, fuck them niggas. <laughs> Yeah. Poverty pimps. Moving right next to the white man. The same one some of them talk about. Poverty pimps. Because when you really think about it, when you really think about it, um, who do they get rich off of? We stay poor because we continue to be the number one consumer in the country. So therefore, we stay poor because the $1.7 trillion that could actually go to building, we really, if we really just looked at it in its full scope, we don't need any assistance. We don't need any real help except the dependence on one another to build. But we refuse to do that. And the reason is, is because Tell Live Vision puts that black face in front of you. That black face in the form of a in the form of an actor or an actress, in the form of a rapper, in the form of an R&B singer. It's despicable. How in a black city or quote unquote supposed black city, 
And this is why I say, this is why I say and I stand on it, it wouldn't matter if no white people on the planet were here anymore. You still got the Negro pen you got to deal with. And that Negro pen mindset is deeply embedded, deeply embedded, deeply embedded in, in them. It's it's sad. I've been in I've I've been in board meetings. I've been in I've been in corporate rooms where I've had to leave because it's just so sickening. It's sickening, and you see the look on these people's face. These Negro peons, you see the hatred that they have for you, especially if you a stand-up one. Especially if you bring it's, it, your energy, your energy precedes you. They 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 feel it. And you just you just see how they look at you. You just be like, man, I gotta these niggas, let me leave. I'm out of here. These niggas. Yeah, because if you real, you're gonna get sick. Make you sick to the pit of your stomach. Cause you know they only sell out shit. It's facts. They're gatekeepers. Gatekeepers. They've been trained well. That's the system of white racism, and that's the creation and making of the Negro Pian. They've been trained well. D. Wells, what's good, family? Peace, family, peace. Peace. Man. Bruh, listen, this, this... I'm not gonna lie, like I, I, I was between his, his delivery was brilliant, so I was between laughing, but at the same time, definitely um, highly irritated at the reality of what he's saying. You know what I mean? Because this, this is like there's gonna be a group of us that's gonna get cleansed, and they gonna get it worse. And I could understand why he says these poverty pimps is going to get it worse than the cones. You understand what I'm saying? Like, this yeah. is, this, I could I absolutely understand why that is. You know what I mean? Because it's, it's a different level. Like, the shucking and jiving, you know, C word. I don't know if, I just thought about it. I don't know if that's like a flag word they're going to shut it down for. But, um, the shucking and jiving C-word, you know, they just out for, they, they both out for, for self, self-enrichment, right? Oh, oh, well, well, he, he's on YouTube. We definitely, we definitely say that, we talk about them goddamn coons over here. He's on YouTube, so he's, oh they trying, they trying to, yeah, they trying to shut him down anyway. Uh, we, we gonna use that C-word over here. They some goddamn coons, but go ahead, please. <laughs> yeah, the second and job and cone, you know, it's 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 that 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 one. I mean, both are both are terrible. Yeah, both are not 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 beneficial to our community, hurt our community. But the cone do it by sacrificing his own self dignity, whereas the poverty pimps do it by sacrificing everyone else in the neighborhood. Mm. Right, and 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 that's what makes them worse. Cause the coon just doing it, he killing himself slowly. But the poverty pimp is willing to kill all of us. Yeah, facts. 
that. Mm. You know what I mean? And it comes in so many different forms. You know what I mean? Like, like he spoke about these rappers. I, I, I'm tell you right now. Look, I've never been a fan of Killer Mike, and even more disgusted as time goes by. Every time I see him pushing their agendas, mm. he is like a damn flag boy for the dem- Democratic Party. Facts. Right, and whenever he's in their midst, it's always nothing but skinning and grinning. It's just, I, I just. I just it, it don't sit right right and, and and that's just one group but then what about what about the Tyler Perry's mm. 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 you understand what I'm saying what, what about those ones and, and and the dude that uh that pretty much hates black men the one that made Precious Lee Daniels oh yeah oh yeah you understand mm-hmm. what they doing they, they they selling these these negative stereotypes of our community for profit. Hmm. And it didn't just start now. When I was younger, I didn't even realize back then until I see it now. And Living Color, the Wayne's Brothers, they was another group. Hmm. Teach. Hmm. Making fun of the Queen Mother, Shahrazad Ali. Yep, facts. To discredit her. Mm-hmm. And, and then we see them every day in our neighborhood, these pastors at these churches that's driving the bends and got the nice house off in the suburbs. But they preaching to the poor black people in the community. And when they want money, they say, put it in the offering. Because mm-hmm. that's why God bless you with it. And when the congregation, somebody in the congregation need money, they said, let's pray and go to Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> right? But we keep falling for the same old bullshit. Mm. Right? And I, I mean, yeah, the ancestors ain't gonna miss. And I agree with you, Yurima. Karma don't necessarily, it, it may not necessarily touch you. Mm-hmm. But it may touch your loved one. It may touch somebody close to you, so that you can feel that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I mean, yeah, I'm 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 gonna cut it short right there. But what a what a what a what a topic! What a topic! Yeah, and you know what else? Uh, real quick, D. What else? Well, that you mentioned when you talk about the uh, church and the pastors. What a lot of people don't know is that they actually have a uh, call center um, in some of these some of these banks and they reach out to these black pastors. So sometimes when you see these pastors and reverends driving these new vehicles, it's because they have made the agreement to put their money in this particular financial institution that has reached out to them and they provide these these pastors and reverends incentives. Uh, But. They take that money, they take the money, that church money, put it in that bank. Then when Bob comes into that bank with his construction company because he needs a business loan, well, there's some of that money that goes to that Bob's business loan to go to gentrify the same community that the church is in. It's a cold game. Wow. Cold game. Go ahead, D. 
Yeah, and on top of that, and on top of that, all that money that that church is putting into the bank is tax free. Mm. So anything that's tax free, <laughs> and if the government is going to co-sign on that level, yeah, nah, I don't trust it. But um, I, I did want to say, like, you know, I, I agree, you know, with Wells Point in that, you know, poverty pimps are, are people who know better, like the coons. Most most coons don't even know that they're cooning. You know what I mean? They just they just jigaboo, jolly, happy go lucky ass niggas that don't know better. You know what I'm saying? And and, and it, it just is what it is. But the poverty pimps are the niggas that know better. You know what I mean? And and, and people, you know, uh, 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 preachers and, and and deacons and all that when they go to divination school and they go become a minister, they learn a lot of the same shit that we learn. Mm. That you know that that we know. They know where a lot of that shit comes from. They know the Bible's allegorical. Yep. You know what I'm saying? They know what scriptures to skip over. Yep. You know what I mean? And, and they they regurgitate the same stories all the time. You know, anybody that went to multiple churches when they was in church. You know, y'all heard the same fucking um, stories time after time after time. And there's so much of the, of the Bible that way. And around the real shit and give you the bullshit because it's all just you know selling hope you know all that happy shit when it comes to when it comes to celebrities anybody that's already um you know quote unquote celebrity and then all of a sudden they turn face like David Banner or somebody like that now I'm not one to, to gauge anybody's intention whether or not they believe the shit that they know I mean that they speak on you know what I'm saying like whether or not it's, it's real for them. But what I do that when you got that kind of bread and then you come out on some revolutionary shit, then, you know, we got to see some revolutionary action with that money. Mm. You know, and I don't see, I don't see, you know, I don't see, you know, real infrastructure and schools being built. The fact is that that boule class, that, that boule class has always been there. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that class of people that kind of, kind of make the masses, give the masses hope that this is something that they can strive to be. So it's always this, uh, this millionaire dream, you know what I mean? And they, and they, you know, they wear the designer stuff and they, they drive the best cars and they do all of this. Um, and you got people that are, you know, supposedly leaders in the conscious community and stuff like that, that are just transitioning into that same lifestyle. So it's like, you know, who's being affected by who, you know, who's influencing who? Because I feel like the poverty pimps are multiplying, you know, while the, 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 the ones that are actually here for the, for the cause on some real shit are just like a last, you know, with the last of the dying breed. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm going to tell you, D, you know what I mean? We're not last of a dying breed, but that is the, that, that's, that, that, that's the impression that you would get because... The loudspeaker, the people who control the media, is given to those poverty pimps, right? And the only places where you'll hear the the real ones is places like this, where we free uh, the way, where the colonizers don't get to speak there, right? Kind of like Black Panther, you can't speak here, right? So. I, 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 I want to say, like, you know, it's all for, for me. I look at the world through connections and patterns. And when you say pimp, what's the understanding? Well, two things. 
I'm going to sell you a dream that's never going to come true. And the money only goes one direction. Hmm. Look at all these people. Like, just look at them. They sell you a, a, a happy, they sell you hope. Even if you want to look at uh, old Barry. Bar Barry Obama. Mm -hmm. They sell you hope. That's what a pimp do. Come on, baby, go out there and make all this money for me. And if you do real good, they go to hope. If you do real good, you could be on my arm at the player's ball. I mean, it's it's always the same dynamic. Even the preachers, same thing. Preachers, D was just hitting on it. A lot of these preachers, to get they, 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 <laughs> well, I forget what it's called, divinity degree or whatever that's called. Yeah. I know it's, it's heavy on psychology. Mm-hmm. Heavy on psychology, the way the mind works, how to manipulate the mind, how to use tones and inflections and highs and lows. Like, they go to school to learn how to manipulate the masses. Facts. And then come and tell you they were shooting by Absolutely. They learned all of that. You know what I mean? And then they come back and they tell the mass, oh, I was chosen by God. Well, I guess in their world, that's kind of true because their God is the enemy. Their God is the white man. So that, that and, and coming out their mouth, I guess he's telling you the truth, but we don't ever ask them what God. What God you serve? Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, it, it's, it's, it's so sickening, man, that, you know, you would, you would do something like that. You would do something like that to, to, I mean, it's, it's everywhere. I mean, to those who know, like, yes, I'm in the field, I work in the field of finance, and there's a lot of them there too. Come on now. The products and services that they, that they, that they offer you, I'll put it like this. I was in a conversation with a guy. Um, I was in a conversation with a guy. He owned his own, his own financial company. Mm -hmm. Um, and I guess he thought he was a lot, he was about, he about twice my age, my elder. And we was on a Zoom call and I guess he, he must have just underestimated how much I knew. Right. So I let him talk first because I, <laughs> I ask questions. I let you show me who you are. And, you know, he, he, he got to putting up the usual, you know, the products that they usually sell us or put towards us is really not designed to benefit us. Um, as much as it could, it's designed to keep you very limited. Mm -hmm. And he was talking, he was talking, he was talking, and we was—it was supposed to be a conversation about us working together, our two companies, you know, kind of working together. Um, and when he was done, I started asking him questions like, "Well, why would you, why would you, you sell this product to our community instead of these other products?" And he went through the usual bullshit lines that they use to confuse people who might not know any better. And long story short, after I started breaking it down, because I really thought he, maybe he didn't know. So when I started letting it be known what I knew about these things and how these products was no good for our community and these other products would serve them better, but we would make less money. But I would prefer to do it that way to improve the community. At the end of the conversation, the dude bust out laughing and he had a real moment with me. He was like, yeah, I know, but 
you know how it is. And I was like, nah, I don't. And that was the, that was it. I wrapped up the conversation. We can't do business together. Mm. But these is people that people look up to in our community and they everywhere. Mm. You know what I mean? And they know what they're doing. It's not that they don't know. They know exactly what they're doing. Mm. But it's making them a couple extra shekels, a couple extra coins. And they're willing to sacrifice the whole community so that they can live on top top of the dog pile. With that Lord of the Flies mentality. You know what I mean? So, I mean, yeah, they gotta be they gotta be a house cleaning going on. We we gotta get the house cleaning. Well, it's it's like well, it's like that's really that's the name of the game, you know what I mean? And that's that's the whole way that um that the world was colonized, you know, the way the Europeans um, kind of enforce this ideology uh, around all of Europe, um, you know, starting with Plato and shit like that, you know, that whole ideology that Europe is like the, the mind of the world or like the head of the world. And then, you know, they control the African body of, of that's the rest of the world because they control the information. You know what I'm saying? And so that's, that's the way that they've always had it um, uh, uh, laid out is, is to where you know, those who control the past control the present. You know what I mean? Can whoever controls the present controls the future. And so as long as they, they uh, are able to give the narrative, you know, the way that they want to, and they can, you know, twist it however they want to, but they can take the real information and, and you know, use it against us. It's because of the fact that you always going to have niggas that want to leg up, and they're going to take that information from them, and you know, join in, join in that 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 um in that effort. You know, <clears throat> what I find what I find really ironic is that uh, you know people from all religions. You know, you always have you know the spiritual leader or whatever. Uh, the spiritual leader is always the one person that everybody trusts. Uh, but. The, the, they're always the they're always the most inaccessible. You know what I'm saying? They're always the, the one that's at the top of the pyramid. You got to go through this person and this person and this person to get to that person. But you feel like this is this is your medium to connect to your higher power. You know, it's it's just crazy to me how you know it's it's always like some authority figure or somebody that's to be looked up to or you know some shit like that. And as long as that's the case, it's like this person can tell you whatever the fuck they, you know, you want, they, they want you to hear. You know, and it's, uh, you know, that's that's the issue, man. Nobody, you know, as far as you know, the masses are concerned, like people don't, people don't apply lessons to to their own individual selves. Like they have to hear it from somebody else. They have to hear it from somebody that that um, can show them the way. You know what I mean? And that's why it's so easily exploited. Well, you know, you know, I think, too, that we we have this uh, we have this illusion because as I'm, I'm sitting here thinking about it and it's like, what would make what would make us think that they would use allow us to use their platforms that they've created to shoot information all over the planet? What would make us think that they would that there would be any one of our people that they would allow in position to speak truth to power and, and enlighten our people? It's not going to happen. People end up dead. You know, um, 
Michael ended up dead when he started exposing. Uh, Prince ended up dead when he started exposing. Um, you know, uh, Kanye ended up in a goddamn insane asylum when he started exposing. Uh, over 70 holistic doctors are dead. Dead. And so they 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 have a tendency of, of just murking people who uh, don't follow their particular code. These people were going up here and I can't remember. Uh, it was I should punch up that video, but it was a uh, reverend. Um, oh, what's that brother's name? Can't remember that brother's name, but he spoke eloquently about it, about the black boule. Um, and also here. Here's uh, here's one of the. Uh, Here's one of the bitch niggas I was talking, I mean, one of the bitch ass coons I was talking about. Um, Mark Lamont Hill. This is what he said in a tweet. Listen to this bitch shit. It just, yeah, even if, even if you, even if you, like, like, we just have no, we just have no affinity to one another in the black community. Like, we give no fucks about one another. And, and are so quick to really just go at one another. So this bitch nigga says... Bill Cosby is not innocent. He has not been exonerated. His release means that Cosby, a sexual predator, was incarcerated within a criminal legal system that has as little regard for its own rules and procedures as Cosby does for his victims. Hey, let me ask you a question, Raymond. Oh, shit. Yeah. No, go ahead, dude. So... Well, no, because I, I want to ask this because um, somebody uh, has, has said something to me about the Cosby thing, and I'm just curious what you know what you all think about it. Um, I, I got my perspective, and, it's, and it doesn't differ very much from from, from y'all's obviously from where y'all at now. But um, supposedly, I guess, and I don't know enough about the case and everything to be able to say yay or nay. But did Cosby admit to raping raping some women? No, no. He he admitted to he admitted to. I think um, I think he admitted to putting. I, I don't know if he actually admitted to putting something in the drink, but here's 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 the bigger deal, uh, D. The case initially started in California. The statute of limitations had run out, I believe. And so then they had they were looking for a state to try this man. So then they picked Philly. The first district attorney in Philly said, and, and, and let me tell so 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 district attorney, so let me say this. Cosby's a high profile case, obviously, for obvious reasons, just his name alone. A district attorney's job, remember we talked about the Masonic Order uh, 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 with Hiram Abiff, Jubilee, Jubilee, and Jubilee. So the district attorney's job, a case like this, they want to bury this dude. District attorneys are sharks. The first district attorney said, not enough evidence. The second dude who who came in because because this is a black man they want to legally lynch now, he ran against that dude, 
on a campaign of, if you elect me DA, I'll get Bill Cosby convicted. And the woman, the main woman out of Canada was, was um, uh, I think he had given her this promise or something, and she, was, she had a big campaign going to, to get him elected. But the DA said, let me tell you, these DAs, especially our black asses, they give no fucks. So when he said there's not enough evidence, that's exactly what it was. And that's why that shit got thrown out. Now, now I can't. I know Cosby didn't admit to any rape. I know that. I don't know if he admitted to um, putting something in some drinks. But here's my thing. Here's my thing. And 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 and, and some women might get mad, but 30, 40 years later, really? 30, 40 years later. After you didn't had a full career, 30, 40 years later. And, and what's interesting, what's interesting about 30, 40 years later, because um, it's interesting that Cosby was also the same guy who wanted to partake in buying NBC. And it's also interesting that there's some oil, some oil on the land, some of the land that he and others own, I believe up in the Massachusetts area, and they wanted that oil. They wanted that oil, and he and that community have been uh, uh, refusing for years. So it's, it's a little punishment for bucking the system. They always, the system of white racism always tends to flex its, its arms. So while these Negroes, we're out here thinking that this was about rape and, and, and mayhem and Cosby wanting to fuck white women, uh, which I don't personally think he had to put any things in their drinks. Uh, if, if, if people have done the history on Studio 51 and, and, and or is it Studio 51 or 52? 54. Studio 54, okay. If they've done their history on that and, and, and the parties that were going on in Hollywood, particularly at the Playboy Mansion with Hugh Hefner and all these parties, then you would know that, uh, first of all, people were doing drugs freely, uh, dropping quaaludes and acid and all of that, all of that nonsense. But even more so, um, there was a sexual revolution going on at that time as well. So just to put it in blunt terms, Cosby getting some pussy? Yeah, stop. What do you, the one woman said she went to his hotel at three in the morning. Really? What, what were you going at three in the morning for? You needed some consultation at three in the morning. Really? Or did you need something on the back of your fucking tonsils at three in the morning? Let's stop it, man. Let's stop it. I'm sorry, every time a white woman is screaming rape, I'm not fucking listening to that shit. I'm not listening because they got a history of lynching us in this country. So I could give a fuck about a she-devil screaming rape 30 years later. Hey, Yorima, I just want to add real quick. Um, when you understand how they did a bunch of illegal maneuvers to even pull it off, Facts. Like, it, it was illegal maneuver after illegal maneuver. I mean, it wasn't even concealed. It was on its face illegal, right? So typically, when you in a criminal trial that may have um, hurt somebody else, uh, 
the you don't have the criminal trial before the civil trial, before the civil case. And the rules are different in the criminal and the civil cases. Facts. So in this case, they they had the civil case first. And in civil cases, you cannot plead the fifth. You cannot testify. You, you can't say, I'm not going to testify because I don't want to incriminate myself. You can't do that. Yes. Right? So that's why oftentimes you cannot use testimonies for, from never. You can't use testimonies that would be incriminating that comes out in a civil case in a criminal case that came up afterwards because the the, the, the defendant uh, in, the, in the civil case is not afforded the right of the Fifth Amendment, right, to not incriminate themselves. Right. So what they did was they had the civil case first, and it's in the civil case that it came out that Cosby had to admit because he tried to plead the fifth. They said he can't plead the fifth because this is civil, not criminal. So he said, "Yes, I did put shit in a drinks. Everybody was putting shit in drinks. I'm the he was the plug. He was the one with the money, and they was with the shits, right?" Yeah. Yeah. So then they took that testimony that they should not have been able to take from the civil case and used it in the criminal case, which violated his Fifth Amendment. Yeah. To incriminate him in the criminal case. And that's where they got the conviction. Yeah. So when you understand all these loopholes that they try to change in the statute of limitations and all this stuff, and, and just. On his face, like if somebody rapes you, you're not gonna go back three more times. <laughs> I mean, come on now, you really got to, you really got to stretch your imagination to really even try to believe some bullshit like that. That somebody raped you, and then you went back three more times after that to get more rape. Right. That just don't make sense. Right. Yeah. So I mean. But but if the media keeps saying it and all these figureheads and these 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 news actors because they're not reporters, you know what I mean? These news actors keep saying the same thing, and all you doing is is, is submerging yourself in CNN and and, and 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 Fox and all these you know white run media propaganda outlets. If that's all you're doing all day, you brainwashing yourself. Yeah, you are swallowing the Kool Aid. You guzzling it. So then, yeah, it's going it's going to be hard for you to accept that the shit that you heard so much of, even though it was a, a lot of lies, right? You can't you can't accept the truth, even though logically you know that. Wait, that don't make sense. Yeah. But then, as you like you said, you remember at the same time at the fucking Playboy Mansion, they glorified that type of environment, and ain't nobody try to lock up you Facts. And, and not only not that type of all the time, every weekend. Yeah, and, and, and not only that, but but when we go to uh, the brother uh, who uh, created uh, death 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 of a nation, um, birth of a nation, um, I think his name is something Parker. Nate, Nate Parker. Yeah, Nate Parker. So with him, so so my point here is that they will find. They will find anything. A black man can do no right. They'll find anything. Now, now, Nate was, he was exonerated. Jury found him not guilty. 
women could run around doing, boycotting death of a nation or uh, a birth of a nation. You had the you had the the the, the uh, cracker that gets paid to talk black. Uh, what's that cracker's name? Um, uh, black people love him too, because he spits black facts and gets paid. Like, I think he's, I think he gets paid like six to ten grand for speaking engagements. Uh, he's oh, the author. Talking about the author. Tim yeah, yeah, Tim Wise, Tim Wise. Uh, yeah, they they love Tim Wise and uh, uh, the the girl Elliot. Uh, but uh, Sean King. <laughs> yeah, Sean King. <laughs> no, but Tim Wise. Yeah, they him and black women want, were boycotting. Wait a minute, he was found. He was found. He was found innocent by a jury. Do you know what a black man? Getting found innocent by a jury of mostly white people in this country, and you got the nerve to be mad and say that he's still see a black man can't get no break. They were mad that the white woman killed herself. Uh, hey, it, yes, sad, it was a sad day that day. She killed herself. Not Nate Parker's fault though that she killed herself. Uh, he was found innocent. So I mean, this case with Bill. You know, accept the judgment. Accept the judgment because at the end of the day, them bitch niggas is not going to do a motherfucking thing except be mad. And I think what we should do is offer them goddamn jawbreakers to chew on with their since they got because they're going to have rocks in their jaws. Let's give them jawbreakers and let them chew on them. Fuck them. Fuck them all. Yeah. K. Ring. Oh, go ahead, K. Ring. Not as as y'all are talking, man. You know, I think we forget like. Bill Cosby was the trophy for the Me Too movement, right? And as soon as they got their trophy, that shit is just is got is going into the to the background, you know. But he was the trophy, and and that's that that's what Michael Michael Lamont Hill is mad about. So the the feminist, because he, he thinks he's a feminist, are like, oh my god, right? Oh my god, the black man, our trophy, then woke woke up and was let out, you know, and. The, the way this shit all connects, man, you know, this shit coming out about Gloria Steinem being a CIA agent and, and you know, moving to help feminism, to push feminism in, into the black community. And as you said, you got sisters out here wilding the fuck out, you know, me, I'm feminist, I'm feminist. I'm, and, and all of it was to get Cosby became that trophy. And uh, yeah, people are, as you just said, upset. People are upset. People are sitting back now. The Me Too movement. Our black women are sitting back. Some of them just upset. And what? Who are we gonna get next? You know. And that's the same shit we saw with Parker and whatever else fucking comes out next. And and it, it's the sad part about it because often say, you know, my boys were hitting me up today asking me about this, and and I say white women are the are weapons of mass destruction. WMDs, mm. weapons of mass destruction. And if you watch throughout history. So many of our shit, so many of our men, so many of our families, so many of, of our communities were destroyed by vengeful ass fucking white women. And we got to be clear about that because now we running around thinking, oh, you can't help who you love. Yes, the fuck you can help who you love. And let's be super clear about what we're telling our children and what, what's out here because the, the attack is now, now let's infiltrate the home even more. Let's put that white body in there ne next to that black body. And yes. us men and our women, we both got to be clear about that. And especially with that white woman, for us brothers, because the shit is dead, we're weapons of mass destruction. They have destroyed our shit from the beginning, and they're continuing to do it. Thank you for your time, y'all. 
Absolutely, K. Reem. Hey, I don't know if anybody's seen in the last two weeks they had this thing on TikTok where you got these white women that are literally staring in the camera and breaking down crying at the snap of a finger. And then as soon as the music changed, they stop crying and they change their whole face expression and smile with the tears yeah, still running down their face. Like, yeah. I don't understand why we still falling for the okie doke. Look at the nature of the beast. Like, you can see what it is right in front of your face. You understand? The white woman and the white man, they are two halves of the same fucking coin. I mean, I thought that was common sense, but sense don't seem to be common all the time. That's mm. like, I got a brother. That's like, D's my brother. We come from the same mother. And every day, depress you and beat your ass and dig your pockets out. And then I come right behind him and I'm like, yeah, man. Yo, I know that was fucked up, bro. You know what I mean? I know that was fucked up, but yo, listen, I got your back, man. I got your back. Like, just just try not to try try not to sweat that shit, bro. And then I leave you and me and D go buy some shit with the money he just took from you. Like, it don't make sense. It is the two sides of the same coin. Right. Well, like, you're a genius, brother. Infiltration. Analogies, man. It's like it's it's infiltration. How could you separate the two? Right. It takes two of them to make more white people. So they 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 working for the same fucking team. <laughs> Facts. Facts. Hey, two, um, two. I want to uh, just just real quick to add to this. Um, so it appears that, and then I want to get back to some more of this uh, uh, Kwame. But it appears that Bishop TD Jakes. This is what the story says. Bishop T.D. Jakes approved to purchase. Listen to the wording. Just, just listen to it. It sounds like some child shit, like you're approved to purchase. As much money as this guy's got, he's approved to purchase? Really? Was Bill Gates approved to purchase that land? I don't know. I got to look that up because I could be I, I, I could be going a little bit far here. It just sounds like if you got that kind of money, I'm approved to purchase. No, I here. Here's the money. There's the land that's available. Let me purchase. But it says Bishop T.D. Jakes approved to purchase 94.5 acres of land adjacent to Tyler Perry. T.D. Jakes and Tyler Perry purchased 132 acres in Atlanta for entertainment district and affordable housing. It, just more of what we need, right? Entertainment. We just we just need more entertainment. We don't we don't need engineers. We don't we don't need we don't need HVAC. We don't need construction workers. We don't need electricians. We just need a, we need a little bit more entertainment. We need a couple more ball players. How about a couple more rap mumble rappers? That's what the black community needs. <laughs> we need we need more Instagram comedians. <laughs> yeah, more 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 sisters wearing Daisy Dukes, man. I can't I can't with you. I can't with this. Let's let's get Kwame. 
Why you think I'm being attacked more than your activists? Ain't nobody fucking with Al Sharpton. Oops, did I say that? Yeah, I said it. Ain't nobody fucking with Al Sharpton. He been an activist for forever. All the other activists went to jail or got murdered. He fine. He rich. I'm an old busty bus. <laughs> they turning my phone off and fucking with my family, sending this person at me, calling me crazy. So are your activists truly activists? <laughs> are they actors playing? <laughs> playing a role hmm. that Charles Woo said Dr. Boyce was playing. Hmm. This is a game. You're in a simulation. You better start learning how to work. You better start learning how to grow. You better start being we the people again and not so divided. Because you're going to need that motherfucker standing next to you in a little bit. Watch what I tell you. One of a kind key. I see you, Empress. Empress Mystique. He said it straight up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jesse Jackson, too. <laughs> yeah. All these black pastors. <laughs> you motherfuckers got a lot of money. <laughs> Your congregation don't got all this money, but you motherfucker got a lot of money. Why y'all ain't invested in the infrastructure? Why y'all invested in planes to go talk some more? Why y'all invested in all these deacons and all this shit to have all these alleged sex parties, these Christian mingle parties? Boy, look at here. Y'all gonna fuck around and make me stop talking on this internet and just go join the church. <laughs> Boy, look at here. I hear y'all parties. Whew. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no pun intended. I hear y'all parties is ooh, 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 ooh. Oh, shit. Maybe I could just get off YouTube and be a pastor and I could have a bunch of babies and a bunch of planes and nobody will question me then. <laughs> Wouldn't nobody say a motherfucking thing because you know why? <laughs> There's a cold in our community. <laughs> Two of them. You can't snitch and you can't talk about pastor. Mm. Still think I'm crazy. <laughs> so there you have it. Then let's let's switch gears real quick for a minute. Let's bring so we got the we got the young Kwame. Let's bring an elder into this. Now, this is not just a situation that is happening on the on 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 some. I mean, it's something like it's a daily basis. Now, why are these groups target, and what is the challenge for us African people? So, we want to thank you all for signing in for joining us on this conversation. We have time to reflect, we look back at the past and we're looking back into the future. Today, you just saw us dropped a video from uh, Professor Pielo Lumumba on his visit in Malawi. That video is training and currently going um, viral on the social media platforms. Now, as we all heard and knew that Professor Pielo Lumumba already announced that he'll be meeting the Malawian president um, uh, for some very important discussions. Now, we're all looking forward to see or to hear or to learn what actually was that discussion focused on. But from news dropping us, we already heard that they talked about more about, you know, healthcare, about agriculture, but we'll be bringing you that news 
when we all have the full edition. So we want to welcome Professor James Small, um, who is sitting here in studio with us, ready to educate us and to tell us uh, some aspects or some facts in our race and our community. Why is it that the black man is targeted? And what are their challenges and what is it that we can look forward as solutions? Welcome, Professor James Small. Thank you, Sister Dr. Susan Tata. Um, we shouldn't narrow it. When we narrow it down, it looks like something happening to black people in the United States of America. Um, the same thing is happening on the continent of Africa. From the Congo to South Africa, we saw what went on in Chad. We still don't know whether the president was assassinated. We don't know whether it was a coup. They said he was killed. Hey. We know there's 5,000 French troops in Chad. What sense did that make? There's more French troops in Chad than there's Chadian troops. Mm -hmm. And something happens to your president on a battlefield, and we accept it. Um, you know, the role of the American CIA in Chad. I'm going there first because we sometimes forget there's an African race that's nearly three billion or two plus billion strong scattered all over the world, where we sit in Africa, we sit on the greatest wealth on the planet. Every nation is there trying to steal that wealth and they will kill as many African men and women and children as they have to. More people is killed by the police in Congo every day than is killed by the white policemen in America in a month. But we don't make the connection. Because we think this is, has to do with racism. This is not racism. Racism is just a small part of the miniature mind of poor whites who makes up the policing and the military apparatus of the major white powers. Okay. But we need to put the content in the right context. This is a war on African people wherever we are. The reason it looms so bright in America, because it's America with all the media and all of the other things, so you can see a demonstration. How many people yesterday heard, or day before, or a few days ago, heard the president of Malawi make a speech mm -hmm. talking about those who were corrupt and those who were arrested for stealing mm -hmm. funds for COVID and those who would be, because the Western media won't carry that. Okay. And, and, and yet that is pertinent to Africans growth to hear the president of Malawi. But because it's the United States, the Western media carry anything that happens. In the last year, since 2020, let me tell you what the numbers look like because we hear George Floyd and we think it starts and stops there. Mm -hmm. In 2020, 241 blacks were killed in 2020. You heard about maybe five, okay? 241. Of that 241, I think 164 were men and the rest were black women. In 2021 thus far, we're the fourth month in, 20 of us have already been murdered by the police, okay? 20. Not two, not three. Day before yesterday, the day, or the day that the Chauvin verdict came down in the George Floyd killing, 30 minutes before a young black woman was killed, 
And that person, mm-hmm. if she had a knife and she was going to injure another person, the police may not have had a choice in that one. This morning, I heard there's another young black man shot to death by the police. The week before the trial ended, another black man killed right there in Minnesota. You see, this goes on every day. The, the American police killed more people than any other country in the world. An average of three persons is killed by our police department every single day. Black people, we make up two out of every three that's killed by the police in America every day. So this is not just racism. This is systemic terrorism by the part of the military law enforcement apparatus in the United States of America. The police forces in America came into being as instruments for tracking down, torturing, killing, and returning Africans who were enslaved. That's where the police departments was founded. That was its purpose. And they conduct themselves as though that is still its purpose to control the African population, killing as many as you can, as often as you can, to keep them in their place, just as they did when we were on the plantations doing slavery. A lot of this can be taken back to the Berlin Conference, but we don't knit stuff up. We say, oh, you're Cameroonian. Oh, you're Nigeria. Now we get in Nigeria. Oh, you're Igbo. Oh, you're from Benin State. Oh, you're Yoruba. No, we're Africans. We're in Brazil. We're in Trinidad. We're in Jamaica. We're in Cuba. We're in Canada. We're in the United States. And we're in the 54 nations in Africa. Oh, if you can see that together, because white people in Africa don't behave any better than they do here. They'll play you a little bit more, but when I walk in, I've walked in so many situations in Africa where white folks are being Europeans and European Americans are trying to be the kindest, coolest people in the world until the African American walk in and they know, we know them. So we know that's a pretense. We know that's hypocrisy. We know you've come for something and you think my brother on the continent don't know you like I know you. So when I walk on the scene, your behavior change because I know your behavior. And so what we've got to understand, there is a race war. There is a culture war. There is a spiritual war being waged by the United States and the other Western powers against Africa and her people anywhere we exist. This is not some personal rift between some black Americans and white Americans. Because if we were the animals they were, we could kill as many of them as they do of us. But we don't do that. We try to use the government apparatus and the justice legal system and try to get some redress. The sad thing, except for the case of George Floyd, out of the 54 African nation, we never hear one of them speak up on our behalf. Absolutely. So we have no sanctuary. We're stuck to fight these people toe-to-toe because we have no sanctuary. The closest sanctuary we have, and I must give them credit, is the nation of Ghana, who has offered citizenship to our people 
and they even have a, a legislation going before uh, their parliament to offer citizenship to the formerly enslaved children in all of the diaspora. But they're the only one. You've got 60 to 70 million people who have been under terrorist attack for 400 years. And now one of our governments said, wait a minute, America. Those are our people. As though if you come here a hundred years ago, you lose your race changed. But if you came six months ago, you're still African. These are the questions that need to be raised. Then we'll understand why the killing. That is so powerful. That is so powerful, man. And it also shows the divide with us as a group of people. He said not one nation except Ghana is working on it. Out of the 54 countries, not one of them has said, yo, those are our African brothers and sisters. We, you got sanctuary here. Mm. He said, we're left to fight on our own. But combined, if you take Brazil, if you take all of Akebulon, and if you take Black Americans, and you add in the Caribbean combined, we are the largest population on the planet. But yet we're getting slaughtered. This is why nobody can talk to me about partying. You can't talk to me about party and bullshit. You can't talk to me about the frivolous, the frivolous. That shit is frivolous. It's irrelevant. If you can't see the war that we're in, you're going to have to keep those blinders on. It'll just have to touch your doorway, when doorstep when it comes. But you can't come over to this side talk, trying to convince that we should be partying and playing. Because that's why we're in the condition we're in, because we like to party and play too much. Later on on my app, I'm going to probably post it probably tomorrow. You're going to see these new these new technology on guns that they got. Very interesting videos. They're constantly planning guns that can shoot around corners and shit. And we playing and partying. They got they got plans. They stay in they stay war ready. They stay in that zone. Go ahead, Wells. I can't hear you. All right, I'm back. I'm back. Yeah, yeah. They 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 be freezing my mic sometimes, but uh, I see they 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 stay absolutely war ready, man. And and the psych like I, I said it a while back. The enemy's greatest weapon is psychological warfare. Because they study the mind, and that's the only place they can defeat us. Because the numbers, they can't, they can't even scratch us in the numbers. Facts. And if 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 you look and see the the similarity to that experiment with the slow cooking of the frog, <laughs> right? That's the that's the state that they got us in. Yeah, they got us thinking about ourselves, like the elder said. So divided that they, they got us thinking of ourselves as different groups of people. You understand? And and we 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 stop identifying with other groups of people that look just like us. 
because they got a different title. Hmm. They got a different nationality, which is just another way to divide because who drew the lines on the map and gave these places the names? Facts. We didn't do that. They did that. And they did it to divide us psychologically from other people that are our family. Right? If somebody came and drew a line right down the middle of your house and your brother's your brother bedroom is on the other side, I mean that's still your brother. Just because I call over there next door land. You know what I mean? Like, oh that ain't my brother no more. That's motherfucking next door land nigga. Like, that's crazy. But we think like that about each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? And what they do is they slow cook the frog. They kill a black person here. They kill a black person there. They put us in prison to psychologically break us and kill us. They they, they, they put stuff in our food, but they use so many different attacks that when it's happening, we don't consciously connect the dots and see that it's all one program. Mm. Mm. So we don't react the way that we're supposed to react because our mind is fractured on putting the parts of the pieces together to realize it's one story. We're looking at different pieces of the puzzle, like different puzzle pieces, instead of looking at the whole picture of the puzzle. Mm. So we can't see the whole picture is war. We at war and there's a genocide happening and it's not an accident. It's not some isolated incident here. Isolated means that it's only happening at one time. Exactly. Can't call it isolated if it's happening over and over again, but using different methods in different areas. But the result is still the same. The genocide is still happening. And we're not reacting right. And that's why I, I agree with Yurima in terms of the whole party and bullshit and like, like, yeah, I was, I, and, and I keep telling you, like, I'm not speaking down from no podium like no preacher. I'm not speaking down to, to, to any of my people. Understand, I was that person when I didn't know better. Mm-hmm. But see, the key is when you didn't know better. When you see, didn't if you're in these better. rooms, if you're in these rooms with us, you know better. So now the burden is on you to accept it or not, to, to, to embrace the reality of it. And the crazy part about it is that that's where a lot of people, they, they, they will give up. They will say, you know what, I, it, the reality of it is too scary. And they go into this denial state because the lie is more convenient. See, the movie, The Matrix is really showing you a lot of psychology. Mm. There's some motherfuckers that will betray their own people like these fucking pulpit pimps like they did in the Matrix Fact. just to go back to eating an illusion and imaginary steak. That's facts. So, I mean, we really got to understand how dire the situation is. And yeah, it don't feel good. But that, feel, that, not, that, that feeling of not feeling good is not supposed to make you run away from it. Listen, it is what it is. Accepting it is the first step to changing it. You ain't never going to change it if you don't want to fucking accept it. It is happening. They are murdering us on mass scales. If you run from it, all you're doing is playing Russian roulette. You wait until your bullet is in the chamber. But your bullet is coming. 
your family's bullet is coming. That's the scary part. We don't want to understand. But once you accept that, then you start reacting accordingly. Mm. If you see an increase of of, of police killings uh, glorified in the media, there's a connect. There's a reason for that. That's because in the last five years, black people have started to wake up. We've started to withdraw from their systems. The scariest shit in the world for the white man is if we stop paying fucking attention to the shit that he's showing us mm. and the shit that he's saying. If we reject those word spells, because then we start coming back to our right senses, because now we can put things in their proper place psychologically. Right. And in the last five years, they're starting to see, because, um, you know, they track the numbers. That's part of the plan. They have to track the numbers. And so many of us, if they don't track statistics, they won't see it coming. That's why they obsess with the numbers. That's why they're becoming more and more obsessed. Oh, the census is coming around. Man, i never seen so many people trying to convince me to do the census ever. Mm. There's a reason why they need these numbers to feed into their machines, they, they predictive machines, to see what the trends are, what how many kids they have, uh, who they working for. Wait, they not working for us? They working for themselves? Wait, they didn't go to college? So that means they didn't get the full level of indoctrination into our society and our way of thinking? Whoa! Hmm. That might cause a problem. There's something brewing. That's how they look at the world. Facts. So when you see this increase in propaganda about us getting killed and murdered, that is because they realize that the, sh the trend is shifting and the power is moving away from them. So now they're going extra hard to put you back in your psychological uh, 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 submissive state. They got to put you in that fair state so that you stop moving. Mm. We stop coalescing. They want to stop that. Facts. You know what I mean? But hey, man, it's 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 crazy. I I, I see you out there, Jay. Um, you can go ahead and unmute. I don't know if you did still, Yurima. Uh, oh, I yeah. didn't cut my feed because they be doing that sometimes. I just no, I'm talking here. To myself. Oh, wanna, all right. Yeah, I want to uh, I want to play this clip real quick too, and then uh, Jay, if you want to cut in after, uh, just want to. You all will be able to hear it here on Clubhouse at least. Um, this is how they think. If you've ever watched a James Bond movie, you've seen weapons that look like something out of the future. While some of those futuristic weapons that 007 had in his arsenal seemed unrealistic at the time, there are now some weapons on the market that resemble something you would see in GoldenEye. The weapon experts at We The People Holsters have put together a list of five of the most high-tech guns in the world today. Number 1. Corner Shot most people assume that having the ability to fire a bullet around corners is something that is only possible in the movies. However, the team at Corner Shot has made it a reality. A team of investors from the United States teamed with a senior officer from the Israel Defense Forces to create a weapon that allows users to see around corners by using the attached camera and also fire from a variety of angles while safely positioned around a corner out of the enemy sights. 
Militaries that are using corner shot weapons have also managed to incorporate grenade launching options into it, making an even more impressive weapon. Corner shot technology can be purchased and installed on a variety of firearms. Glock 17, 18, 19, 22, and 23 models are compatible with technology, as well as Beretta N9, 92F, and N93R models. There are other handgun models that are compatible with corner shot technology, so find out if yours is on the list. This technology essentially transforms your semi-automatic pistol into a pistol caliber short, barreled rifle with a front section that swivels. Number 2. ADS Amphibious Assault Rifles Developed by Russian forces, the ADS Amphibious Assault Rifle allows combat drivers to fire while on land or underwater. The prototype for a land-slash-water hybrid rifle was first introduced in 2015 at IDEX, but has quickly become reality. The ADS can fire 700 rounds per minute while underwater or on land. With a land range of 500 meters and a range of 25 meters, while being used underwater, the ADS Amphibious Assault Rifle is one of the most technologically advanced weapons in the world. The Russian army has been using weapons that were designed for use underwater for decades. However, the ADS amphibious option was among the first that could be used on land and in water. While you probably can't get your hands on a weapon from Russia's armed forces, continue to monitor the technology behind these weapons which will undoubtedly eventually become available for firearm owners around the world. Yeah. create a whole bunch of stuff to kill people but they don't create a whole bunch of stuff man to to keep us alive if they put it just think about intent when we talk about intention just think of the intention was to keep was to elevate people to their highest state of existence where we could be as a people if we just i, I mean <laughs> yeah you just got to see it sometime jay what's good you've joined Peace, family. Can you hear me? Peace, yes. Peace. Peace, peace, peace everybody. To the gods and goddesses, forgive me for being there. My, my, my little young god, baby boy, is uh, teething really bad in these last couple weeks. He's been mm. uh, going, going ham around this time, so I see the, uh, the talks, but I don't even tease myself to give myself the, the thought that I could even participate. But tonight we got him to go to sleep. And uh, wifey is on the phone, so I said, let me come in and talk to the guys and goddesses. But uh, Brother Dwayne, but I came in, I mean, he was throwing darts, blindfolded, hitting every <laughs> possible aspect, and I was gathering my thoughts. Then, Dorema, you play this video, and it's just, I'm just chuckling, but um, <laughs> where do I start? I mean, I I'm going to go back to a conversation um, that I had with someone last summer. And uh, we were talking about, you know, uh, this fight for equality that it seems our people have had for forever. <laughs> our entire lifetimes, like our parents' lifetime and their parents' lifetime. And, and I have to, I, I was telling the person, I don't remember who I was talking to, but I was, 
I was like, we keep talking about we're fighting for equality. Well, we have to understand that we're never going to get equality because we're not equal. They know that. Mm. <laughs> That's why they have brandished every weapon and, and you know, <laughs> and created every weapon. Every weapon that they create is for us. Trust and believe that because they know we're the original people and they know that mm. when we are in our right state of existence, spiritually, mentally, physically, that we are a formidable threat to be reckoned with. And, and, and like uh, Brother Dwayne was saying, you know, we've had a, a reawakening. Our consciousness levels uh, contrary to popular belief, I know they continue to perpetuate the stereotypes all over social media, all over the, the Viacom-owned media that's on television is continuing to uh, depict us in a savage state, but they know we're not savages. They know this. You know, that's why they have to continue to push their racial identity politics why they continue to push all of these eugenicist agendas mm. because they fear us unifying. They fear us talking about group economics. It's not a coincidence that these markets have been manipulated. Why? Well, because you have more melanated people in history spending their time investing. They had all of this all of these stimulus checks and all of this thing, they was expecting us to go out and buy some Gucci bags and Jordans and instead we're on Robin Hood and we're watching Earn Your Leisure and we're learning about investing and flipping real estate. Like that's that's that goes, that goes against the establishment. Now that's not good for business. You know, everybody we're talking about crypto coins and Bitcoin and Ethereum and Dogecoin, they can't have that shit, so they gotta shut the markets down. Hmm. This bear market that just popped up here about six weeks ago, this wasn't on schedule. They they manipulated that hmm. because they see they see what we're doing. They see the, the the algorithms of social media see what we're talking about. So they gotta manufacture drama, like like Brother Dwayne was saying. You know, they gotta. It's it's no different than. Uh, then back during the colonialism uh, period when you uh, went and got the biggest, baddest, most masculine uh, alpha on the plantation and they had to make an example of him. And so that's, that's no different than constantly showing our people getting murdered live on camera and, and perpetuated on every outlet for you to continue to see Black people getting castrated, uh, strong alpha black men, and not just not just men, I mean women too. All of this is killing us on camera. Capital punishment. It's the same thing that went when they was doing the hangings. Nothing's changed. The only thing that's changed is they just updated to a to a new weapon, and so now their weapon is social media. Now their weapon is mass media, and uh, when you look at a lot of these, I mean. First of all, we need to understand that all major media outlets, there are six corporations that own all of these outlets. You know, you got CBS, you got, you know, Time Warner, you got Viacom, and I'm sure there's others I just can't think on top of my head, but they all own 
the news. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm I know about you guys, but you know, every time I talk to my mom, and she's in a, a state of trepidation and sorrow. I can hear it in her voice. I'm like, Mom, what's wrong? Uh, so I was just, I don't nothing, nothing. I mean, I was, tell me, talk to me. Oh, I was watching CNN. See, I told you, stop watching that news. <laughs> because fear, fear lowers our vibration. That's why they constantly put that shit all over the, the television screen. That's why it's constantly on your timeline. Facts. It, it's, it's why all of us in this room, when we're trying to produce thought-provoking content that's going to uplift our people, we're censored because the algorithm doesn't like us. Hmm. Algorithm doesn't like us. Like, you like, know, my t-shirts, I see the, so when I come with, with my best stuff, you know what I'm saying? It's like, nobody sees it because the algorithm doesn't like it. You know, I run a, a national uh, ad campaign for certain products and I get back the analytics and it's going towards elder or middle-aged white men like how did how is that even possible (laughs) you know what i'm saying so a lot of these things are manipulated man i could go on and on like on and on like forever about social engineering but Mm. i'm just encouraged that that there are rooms like this where we have intelligent people that we can have a a real conversation and I'm just blessed to be here. Thank you for letting me give my two cents. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Thank you for coming up, Jay. Um, Tareen, you entered. Peace, peace, goddess. Yes, peace to the gods and the goddesses in the room. Um, peace. peace, peace. I love it when we... Uh, peace, goddess. I love it when we have these type of uh, conversations because, like, I feel like with all their war tactics and their strategies that they use to to destroy us, it only works like when we give it power. And one thing that always stuck with me on my journey is the seven universal laws. Like just knowing like with the all being mine. Mm. You know, they don't have the same power that we have. You know, they don't have the same access that we have. And it's like, if we use our, we can use our minds to destroy them just by raising our vibrations, getting ourselves together, because we don't even have to think about them. I feel like they're, anything that they do only works if we give it power. We have more control over this universe than they do. Mm. So it's like, we can be thinking, we can be just living our lives and the peace that we speak of, getting the land, um, creating, uh, you know, healthy foods for our people to eat, you know, holistic doctors, all that, because we need that. We do need to build our own communities. We can just live in our own world and they might mess around and die off because we're not thinking about that. Hmm. You know, they might get catch uh, some real illness. They want to throw out that whole COVID-19 stuff. They might have something that straight wipe their race off the map just by us raising our vibrations. You know, so like it's definitely, you know, it's just crazy how everything is all coming together because the last few rooms that we've been having on here, like, you know, I feel like that our spirits is staring up, you know, 
Like our, our vibrations are, are definitely rising. I think it's just something within us, like that's encoded within us, mm. you know, because it's like, we're really working on ourselves. You know, we're really doing our shadow works and we're really getting ourselves together because we tired of this, you know, like our minds all like, we can have certain conversations with people. We have so many different triggers that go off, you know, because yep. we're not dealing with ourselves. Mm. You know, so like, um, yeah, like that's just what's on my, my spirit because like they're, they're trying, I feel like, and they, they keep going hard when we give it power. Mm. You know, it's like, if you ain't thinking about it, you ain't thinking about it. We doing what we gotta do. I'm not being distracted with what you're doing. Cause now you making me like nah because there's other things that I there's other qualities in me that I can utilize, but I'm taking too much of my time worried about what you doing. Like I really want to learn how to, like I want a light body. I'm trying to get off of here. <laughs> mm. I want to be light, spirit to be free. I want to be free enough to go outside and just sit in a um in an open field right in my complex and just meditate every morning it just do something different like i just was telling my daughters like you know like i'm I'm really tired of this whole mental you know they're really attacked in our mental you know i've been telling them like you know every morning when we get up we're, we're going to get our yoga mats out we're going to stretch you know we're going to we're going to to speak positive affirmations for our day, keep our minds focused, and at night we talk about the things that we could have changed. Do the same thing, lay the mats out, stretch, do some yoga, speak about the you know the the different things we spoke. What you know? What was the program? What what during our day was of us of our true essence, and what were we doing during our day? What was that's in the system? Hmm. You know, because a lot of our conversations is geared like it's through a program. And like, like even within, you know, within our conscious community, like some of us are getting caught up in the system. Some of us think that we're like, you know, we may be doing, you know, using ourselves to the ability that we're working towards using ourselves in an ability where we should be at when we're when really we're not we're still inside of this matrix mm. and it's like man it's like when you like it, it just looks different it's like your vision like everything just just changes around you when you really deal with self and truth free of the programs like, I mean, all the way free. Like, you can't be wanting to, to do nothing. You shouldn't want nothing to do with this system. Like, you've been saying, all the partying, like, yes. Like, you know, it, it's it's not worth it. Like, for you got to just think about it. Like, what are you going out there? Like, if you want to party that bad, get the people that you can vibe with on a level that you're supposed to be vibing with. And y'all get together and have a party. Why you got a party? We're all just... What's out there? Because anything can happen if you out there partying. Anything. Mm. You know, it, it's set up for us to not survive. So you mess around and think you're on the right track. You go out one night and get who knows what. Mm-hmm. But, mm. um, 
Yeah, I just I just wanted to say that because it'd it be staring me up. Like, I'd be mad like, what, man? Mm. <laughs> Worried about them? <laughs> All right, Joe. Right, right. Thank, thanks for that, Tareen. Appreciate that. Well, that, that that's actually powerful because it's uh, 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 it's 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 the concept of not giving life to something, not giving energy because the energy can only feed somebody can only feed off your energy and that's that's actually some it's interesting you brought that up because that's some shadow work that I'm doing right now. Um, the concept of not allowing somebody to feed off your energy by not even giving the energy in the first place. And part of not giving that energy is, is, uh, exactly what you said, like ignoring, ignoring, uh, what they're doing. Uh, so it's a, it's a, and it's a process. That's a process to do. Um, mastery of self. That's one of the, that's one of the keys to it, or will be one of the keys to our success, mastery of self. Go ahead, Wealth. I think you wanted to. Yeah, uh, I just wanted to jump in here, man, and say, you know, nothing happens by accident. And the more still I become, the more aware I become of what's going on around me, the greater understanding. And the more I attract like energies, man. Toreen, I want to thank you just for, for sharing and speaking, because you do you you spoke to so many of my truths and understandings that it it, it made me smile because for a long time I was the only one thinking and talking like that in my circles right with that with that understanding but absolutely like we are the reason why the enemy hates us and is so afraid of us believe it they are is because of the power we have and this is not just some shit to make us feel good talk right but we we were made in god's image and i i don't think we understand what that means right we are the only beings that have the power to create from mind from will alone like we we create from will from just straight thoughts and energy and emotion and wherever we put our focus on right it grows we give it life and if you notice, whenever they try a scheme and we're not biting, we're not taking the bait, we're not, we're not paying attention to it, like this whole COVID thing, look at how quick they shifted. They're like, yeah. all right, they're not giving it energy. They're not giving it energy. It's not working. Let's go to something else. Because mm-hmm. they, they, they're desperate. They desperate to get our attention because once our attention is in ourselves, on ourselves, <laughs> that might have been a Freudian slip. But once our attention is on ourselves, and it's and it's focused on first the inside of us, the shadow work, the the, the going inside and be and being still, because the only way you can know what's going on truly is to get the perspective that 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 what's really happening is to be still Mm. if somebody's in your house and you want to be sure if they're in your house what do you do you stop moving and you listen yep facts right and and it's the same thing like they have infiltrated our minds the minds of god and if we keep giving them our attention they continue to persist 
And the minute we stop giving them our attention, look at their birth rates. They can't even reproduce birth rate in the negative. So much so that they, now, now the same people who claim that they didn't want to live next to you, they didn't want you in their communities, now they, they, they damn near jump. Hmm. On unless they mix with us. And I mean, it, it, we, we, the, the, the key is to just stop feeding the machine our creative energy. Mm-hmm. And our creative energy comes through whatever the hell we focus on. Mm. And as long as we start focusing on the things we want instead of the things we don't want, that becomes reality. And I know television, propaganda, life experience, your 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 your, your circles have told you the contrary to that to make you think it's make believe, and that's only in the sci-fi movies. But think that we're powerless. That that's just make-believe, to make you doubt yourself. And like Brother Jay said, when we live in fear, that lowers our vibration. Yep. That lowers our vibration and makes us, it makes us reactive instead of creative. Same mm. letters, different words, right? Mm. So it, it, I want you to understand that, that when you react... You are dependent on someone else's action for you to start moving. So then you are under their control. Mm. But when you can be still and then choose how you want to act, what you want to create, then you break free from that control. I don't have to react to every, I don't have to react to anything. And I choose not to. But I mean, I'm still a work in progress. I've come a long way, but I'm still a work in progress. So sometimes I'll fall into that familiar reactive pattern when I went with, with certain things. But now I'm aware. So when I catch myself in that in that in that in that loop, I'm like, oh, there goes something else. I gotta do some shadow work on. Why am I reacting to this? Why am I triggered by this? There's something there. There's a string there that the puppeteer got on me that I need to cut. And I need to find the root of the string and cut that string. So I can take my power back. Torina's right. The more we take our attention away from them and we focus on ourselves, the more they disappear. And and that's it. I'll, I'll yield the mic. Man, um, I certainly hope everybody's coming to Tulsa here in a couple of weeks, man. I look forward to building with everybody in person. Just want to put that out there. Um, second of all, um, a lot of people don't know this about me, but I was in the acting game for about eight years, 2012 to 2020. Uh, living in L.A. Um, with this whole COVID <laughs> pandemic, whatever you want to call it, uh, going down. Uh, I knew it was over for me when my manager was trying to get me to go to this commercial audition for uh, Nugenics. And if anyone is familiar with Nugenics, there's a, a Hall of Fame retired baseball player by the name of Frank Thomas. His nickname was The Big Hurt. Frank Thomas is about 6'5", 
probably about somewhere with 260, 280. But his nickname is The Big Hurt, and they made him the face of this uh, supplement that is supposed to, uh, I guess, it's supposed to be like a testosterone supplement, which is a, a metaphor for erectile dysfunction supplement. And uh, through the commercials, he's, he's always around women and talking about how it helped him. And, you know, it didn't, then, you know, you'll like it too, and you'll like it too, which is referencing something sexual. So they wanted me, my big black ass, to be a ride share driver and basically pick up Frank Thomas and basically hmm. finish all of his spills and just basically he's going to start going into his spill and then I'm supposed to like finish his sentences and all I kept thinking about was all of my credits are pretty much film and television this would be my first commercial credit and if I book this this is going to run on a national ad on every like major sporting event and all I could think about was all of my friends and close family former teammates in college Everybody seeing me on this damn commercial talking about my dick don't work, but see, it, this is how they do us, and and they they want to emasculate the biggest, most masculine male that they can find. And the reason why I brought that that up is because another thing that turned me off about the industry and why I got out. So COVID did me a favor because I was getting tired of it anyway. So it just accelerated my plan. And I, me and my wife said, we're, I'm not going to participate uh, in this industry unless we are writing, producing our own projects for our own people on our own platforms. Because mm. we have to control our own content. Facts. Like, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't even like being on this motherfucker, excuse my French, because I know who owns the shit. But, it, but, you know what I'm saying, we, we've got to do what we got to do. But I, I, I long for the day where we have our own social media platforms complete, our own, um, you know, our own uh, distribution channels. You know, and I'm not talking about the Negro peons whose masters is really the white people. And they're out here. Doing, I'm not going to get into all that. That's a whole other conversation. I, you remember, I know what you know what I'm talking about. But I'm talking about, like, really our shit, not just us being the front you yes. know what I'm saying but because we got way too much of that we got all these so-called black owned media outlets that are subsidized by Jewish people you know what I mean so we don't really own this shit we just are the face of it mm -hmm. but we need our own our own content and if you look at I mean I don't watch TV at all anymore to be quite honest with you, unless it's you know some uh, programming for my son uh, we watch movies in our house and it's not edu it's not uh, entertainment, it's really edutainment because we're very analytical about everything that we watch. Because it's all predictive programming in case we haven't anybody hasn't noticed. All of this shit is predictive programming. Everything. They've been they've been shoving pandemic and uh, uh, virus movies and television programming down your throat for over twenty years. Mm. It's not a coincidence. How many zombie movies and TV shows are they actually going to come out with? They've been telling people, I mean, Walking Dead, I'm not going to name them all. Y'all know what they are. It's all predictive programming. Enemy of the State was talking about things that's still relevant today in 1999. Yep. You know what I'm saying? All of this stuff is predictive programming. Yeah. 
and I didn't want to participate in the predictive programming. There was I was seeing breakdowns, and I'm, I'm glad. Um, I can't remember, I don't know who if it was Dwayne or, or Sister Tareen brought it up, but they was just talking about how. You know, they didn't want to live next to us, but now they can't wait to live next to us so they can start to swirl. And I want to tell you that on the breakdowns that I was seeing, like the two biggest, most common breakdowns that I saw on Actors Access was either uh, some homosexual stuff or a ethnically ambiguous family. Those are the two biggest eugenicist agendas that's going right now when it comes to entertainment. It's because mm-hmm. why? Because what it is, what does it do? It, it affects black genealogy. Yep. Yep. You know, they don't want us procreating. Everything that goes around is, is, is eugenics. Everything. Every agenda that you see perpetuated on television, whether it's Love and Hip Hop, whether it's uh, another one of these shows on HBO where they got a, um, they give you something and they, they give you, uh, a, they gave you black, uh, talking about Black Wall Street with, uh, this, what, was the, what was the TV uh, the thing they rebooted? Watchmen with Regina King and you're all excited thinking, oh, we finally got boom, boom, boom. And what do they do? They hit you with the gay superhero banging the white dude out of nowhere. For no reason, had nothing to do with the storyline. And then they had the other show that was running last fall, um, uh, the little supernatural show. And, you know, they got old boy Omar from uh, from uh, from The Wire. And, you know, he's he, you know, what I'm saying they love to, they got to they got to squeeze that in there because they got to continue to squeeze that that orange they got to continue to continue to do that they got to continue to perpetuate that Mm. because they are afraid i I have a uh for those that don't know me i have a clothing line called simon creed and one of the the first t-shirt designs collections that i came up with was uh it's called last of a dying breed and on the shirt it's the uh the male sign for like a restroom you know the little the little man Mm -hmm. and it's the last of a dying breed because those we are like heterosexual masculine alpha males that uh, love and protect their wife girlfriend or whatever protect their their children that are, that are unapologetic about their blackness unapologetic about loving their people like they are trying to uh, <laughs> convince everyone that we don't exist anymore but we're still here. We haven't gone anywhere. No matter how much they try to make our masculinity toxic, <laughs> whatever uh, you know, uh, uh, slogan or agenda that they come up with, it's just the shit is comical. It's because they can say and do whatever they want about us, but you can't even tell the truth about them. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, facts. Um, so, yeah, speaking of, we do have the National Unity Walk next month, or actually this month, because uh, we're past midnight here. So, uh, this month, uh, July 22nd through the 25th, Black Home of Black Wall Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma, so you can come out for that um, and uh, connect with our tribe. Be a beautiful thing. I'm going to get ready to get up off of here. Um, we've been on two hours and I'm getting tired. Unless, Wealth, you want to keep it going, we can. Or you can. 
Um, tell you, God, uh, I, I've come to just accept when the conversation winds down, right? <laughs> and, 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 and there's no accidents, you know? I got some meditating to do anyway. Mm. You know, uh, yeah, you know, just, it's, 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 it's always a beautiful conversation, you know? And, and, and I always hear exactly what I need to hear when I need to hear it. Mm. And, and, you know, I, 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 I think, I, I know, not think, I know, and I can see and I can feel it. it. Like Toreen said, there's there's an energy shift that has happened. Um, as far as the reasons why, I can't say I absolutely know why, but I can see the results of it, right? Mm-hmm. And we are shifting our consciousness as a people. We turning away from their systems as a people. And the more that we do that, the more that they, 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 it's like they in desperation mode and they, they trying to ramp up and ramp up and ramp up, uh, the propaganda machine. They, they're, they're ramping up the, uh, the killings. You know, they, it's, they, they're doing all that to instill fear and try to lower that vibration again. They even try to block out the sun because, you know, the universe is one entity and, and the universe realized that it got a virus in it. Hmm. And what does the body do when you got a virus in it? It raises the fucking temperature because it know the virus can't handle those those levels of, of heat in the hmm. body. So it will kill off the germs and the viruses in the body by giving itself a fever. So if you look around and you see what's happening in the world, then mm. you understand why they panicking so much about this global warming situation. Why they want to spray things and block out the sun. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and, and being that we are the people of the sun, you know, our vibrations are raising right along with it. You know, uh, we've always been in tune with the earth, in tune with the universe. And as that vibration raises, our vibration is raising to a place where they can't follow. Hmm. So, you know, the most dangerous animal is an animal that's dying. <laughs> okay. Hmm. That knows it's, 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 it's on its way to death. And uh, I, I know all those things combined, you know, um, it's a beautiful time to be in, to, to be, to be witnessing this happening and, uh, don't buy into the propaganda, turn away from it, turn the TVs off and, and tap into somebody that's, that's vibrating like you. That's all. I'm gonna leave it at that. Facts. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So we're going to get on up out of here. Uh, peace, love and light to the family. Another, uh, great conversation. Um, and yeah, I know the room is in uh, what would normally be a little bit longer, uh, but I think uh, the point was made. We got work to do, but uh, the work is internal first. The work is individual first, um, and then out from individual, then we can aid and assist others. So we have to make sure we're right. Meditation, thanks for that, Jewel. Um, wealth, it's absolute necessity to get quiet. So with that said, peace, prosperity, salutations. Until next time, Mastermind Alliance, we are out. Peace, baby. Peace, love and light. Peace.